welcome to a very special episode of Serial. I mean, Quick Out Club. Um, on this week's episode... Um, excuse me, what are you doing? I mean, on this week's episode of Serial... Um, I was just... I knew you were in here. What are you, are you recording? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't concern you. On Serial. Oh. <laughs> Do you want Serial? Is that what you were asking me? No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast? It's a very good podcast. Oh, really? Well, while we're here, we might as well actually shoot something. Okay, fine. Okay, let's start from the start. Okay. So, on my recent trip to Hong Kong, the entire flight there, I listened to Serial. I'm very late to the party, I'm aware of this. And Serial's was, a podcast for yes, people who podcast. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> with an S. Okay, and it is enthralling, and I'm obsessed with it. I've listened to the spin-off show, which is called Undisclosed, that's still going. But, yeah, so we thought for this week... We? We, I thought... <laughs> I'm like, we need to do our episode like Serial. That's, <laughs> that's pretty that's much how the meeting went. That's what proper investigative journalists do. Yes. Okay, so... So today's episode is going to be a special edition that's specifically talking about gay marriage in Australia. Yeah, kind of a, our version of uh, Australian marriage equality serial, what we know just to kind of really delve into the history there and what's happening now. I really want you to think about gay marriage in Australia. Is that is that good? Yeah. No, she's more soothing than that. More soothing. She's, she's got oh, a beautiful voice. Anyway, this is a special episode for us, yes, though. Yes, it's so special. Well, we, it actually is, yeah. Yeah, we're just going to talk about one topic. One particular. Because it's really... It's just very close to our heart. It's like it's just so annoying to us. It's something that, like, it's... It, it bugs me because now, you know, you hear so many people saying they're going to flee to Australia, like, particularly anti-gay people. Going, oh, oh, let's first of all put this in yeah. context. So the, a couple of days ago, it was announced that the United States Supreme Court decided to legalise gay marriage in yes. all states. It's just, here we are in Australia and we don't understand why we don't have yeah. gay marriage. And yeah. a majority of us feel the same way. Like, yeah. I don't have a friend that doesn't agree with gay marriage. Like, maybe it's because we so surround ourselves with good people. Well, that's right. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely good people who generally have good opinions. So. Yeah. So, to us, it's a pretty big mystery to the majority of Australians. There's many countries that have it, and we don't, many. and we just don't understand why. So, I thought we should start at the beginning. <laughs> Let's break it down. How did we get to this point? Why don't we have it? And how easy would it be to achieve in our country? Gay marriage is not mentioned, or the ban of gay marriage is not mentioned in the Constitution. It's nothing like that. We're yes. not the same as America, and we're not even the same as Ireland. That's the important thing. We don't have it in our Constitution. For, for example, introducing and implementing same-sex marriage as a law and as an idea in Australia is not that hard, is it? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Unlike in the US, you know, separate states have separate laws. In the U... In... In Australia, yes. that's not a possibility. We've tried that before. In 2013, same-sex marriage was legalised in the ACT, but that was straight away struck down by the High Court for it being constitutionally invalid because it goes against our Marriage Act. So yes. separate states, it's not doesn't need to be that complicated. We have we have one federal um, federal act that covers this. Once that is amended. It's all changed. Yes. Like that's all we need yeah. to do. It's, well, uh, yeah, like you said, it's very straightforward in the sense that the Australian Federal Parliament 
has the total power to be able to introduce same-sex marriage. It's not like as complicated as the US, really, when you look at it. All that needs to happen is for this for it to be passed is we need to amend the Marriage Act of 1961. Um, that will allow people to marry irrespective of their sex. And I mean, this Marriage Act of 1961. This was amended in 2004 by John Howard. We'll touch on that later. There, yeah, so there's no marriage clause in the Australian Constitution that requires changing anything to do with marriage. It's not in the Constitution. Yeah. This isn't as complicated as rewriting... As flip-flopping or going back against We're not rewriting yeah. the Constitution. No. Australia does not need a referendum to pass same-sex marriage legislation, yeah. as marriage is not defined by the Constitution. It's as simple as amending an act, and then we're done. Yeah, yeah. In the tone of serial, I would say... The deal with John, because something that he did, which kind of... It's gotten very dramatic in here all of a sudden. The deal with John, in, Sarah says the deal with Jay. So the deal with John. Ooh. Now we need to step back in time. Oh my God. To 2004. I don't know what's going on in here. To, uh, you know, one of our... The, the funny thing is he was, he's probably one of our most loved prime ministers in Australia. Howard. But, yeah. yeah. But people kind of disregard what he's... What, you know... Something he did, which many people argue was just a political ploy to maintain, you know, conservative voters. Yes. Anyway, so... Kind of like sort of almost like what's happening in Russia <laughs> in terms of them appeasing the Orthodox Church by tweaking certain rules and laws. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so... There was no definition of marriage in Australian federal le legislation that specified which sexes could marry. In 2004, John Howard introduced legislation banning same-sex marriage. See, that's interesting. That's 2004. We're not talking the 60s anymore. Like, that's crazy. So, if I remember correctly, I think it was before the Marriage Amendment Act of 2004. Um, there was not really a... Oh, here's Buffy oh, making sorry, a cameo. Buffy. Buffy's a serious episode. No <laughs> toys. Buffy, put your toys away. No, I'm trying to... Now, let me try to remember before I forget. Um, oh, before... No, she's oh, she's here. Buffy, serious news here. <laughs> Stop. Okay, so, um, thank you, Buffy. The original act in 1961 didn't specify, is that right? Didn't specify mm. genders. But in 2004, uh, or sex, um, in 2004, Howard actually incorporated this particular part into the amendment, and it said, marriage means the union of a man and a woman to the exclusion of all others, voluntary entered into for life. So he, instead of saying, um, you know, two people, it was man and woman. So he actually specified that and changed that. And that's very recent in Australia history. Mm. Howard's amendment also went on to mention marriages in foreign countries. A union solemnised in a foreign country between A, a man and another man, or B, a woman and another woman must not be recognised as a marriage in Australia. Mm. So we went even further there. Yeah. <laughs> even foreign same-sex marriages are not even recognised yeah. here. Yeah. So, yeah, the reasons why he did that are quite, you know, cynical. A lot of people just thought, okay, well, not that anyone thinks he doesn't agree with that anyway, because he's still, mm. even today, he still, be, he still he, yeah. does not think we should have marriage equality wow. in Australia. Well, you do a good impression. I do. Actually. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to Well, Howard, okay. I, want, I want to get married to my boyfriend. What's up? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, he left. Come he's back gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a bit rusty. I used to do how John Howard all the time. I can't do Tony Abbott and Kevin. Uh, I don't know. I imagine Tony Abbott. Yeah. No, I, say, I no. just I would just do Tony Abbott like Gollum. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> um, okay. So. Come back. Come back. 
a lot of people thought that they, he could kind of appeal to the conservatives by saying, we've added this to definitely maintain, you know, the whole your traditional marriages in Australia and mm. in, in order to kind of take away voters from Labor and be like conservative voters, they stayed with Liberal. But then Labor, of course, went on to agree with him because yes. they, they were worried about losing their vote. So that's where their stance began on being, being against, against gay marriage so, and, and that's st- that stood ever since, except until... Sort of recently said, with yeah, Kevin Rudd? Until Kevin Rudd. Yes. Okay, so there's already a bit of... A bit of dodginess there and why the decision was made in the first place. Yes. Yeah, many have kind of thought that it was just to grab votes. Yeah. Okay, so if we were to now flash forward to 2013, prior to um, his return to being Prime Minister, so, Rudd yeah, during, made a shift, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So this was coming up to the election. Yes. And first of all, there was a bit of back and forth between Gillard and Rudd. Rudd, yeah, ended up winning over Gillard yes. and one of his big election promises that he said if he won, Rudd would introduce marriage equality legislation with a hundred within a hundred days of office. Yeah. So this is a bit of a what if in a way, you know. Mm. Obviously we all know Tony Abbott won. Mm. The coalition took back government yeah. after a yeah. few years. It's funny out. that it sort of almost became sort of like trendy to like it's funny how things sort of flip flopped from you look at twenty you know, two thousand and four where, you know, everyone was you know, the idea of gay marriage gay marriage was so far away and not possible to having you know, like for example, um, Kevin Rudd using it as a tool to actually grab votes. Yeah. It's actually flipped. He was, you know? I think, he was trying to. Incident, I think he kind of at that stage accepted maybe conservatives were going to go with liberal anyway, yeah, and right. why not appeal to young voters, which a majority yeah. for gay marriage. Yeah. And I think it worked in a way. It was just that the Labor was so unpopular by that point, it didn't really matter. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, with the whole Gillard yeah. Rudd, everything was falling apart with the party. I mean, it all, all of these events like ended with Tony Abbott being elected, which many people don't understand why, if you just listen to anything he has to say. Anything (laughs) ever. Yes. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, a lot of people think that maybe if Rudd was elected, he wouldn't fulfil his promise, but I don't don't agree with that. You reckon, yeah? I think he's aware. He's aware that the tides are turning. He knows, like, like, Tony Abbott, I think, is aware as well. Yeah. We're going towards equality. We're going. There's no yeah. point in standing in the way of equality. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. just going to be on the wrong side of history in the yes. end. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, now on to the numbers. Then, oh, the numbers. The numbers. The numbers. <laughs> they're bad. Oh. And they're good. Well, okay. Good. So, let's just have a look at you know the polls from the last you know ten years or so. Okay. Just to compare. So our Especially. last poll of. The percentage of Australians that support marriage equality was seventy-two percent. Seventy-two percent, seven out of ten Australians, roughly. Yeah, um, agree. It's not bad. I mean, in my head, I'm like only seven, but anyway, pretty good. Well, true. Okay. Yeah, we and then yeah. just before the referendum in Ireland, seventy-one percent supported gay marriage. So, so we're, we're in the right climate. To we're actually completely have this on par. Approved. Yeah. Yeah. It just. Okay, but then something that's quite interesting is to look at the most recent poll from the United States yes. on who supports gay marriage. Yeah. And that found only 60% yeah, right. supported. I mean, to me, that's tight. I mean, I know I'm a little bit, like, in my, in my bubble, but that's not many to me. 
Well, that's, yeah, I mean, 60% considering that, you know, there's so much talk in America of this kind of thing. And, and just, you know, like, you go into a room and four people in that room of ten don't think that gay people have should have yeah. the same rights yeah. as straight people. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk to those four people. Yeah. Like, uh, that seems very small for well, me. Unless they're kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. Um, but <laughs> no, not really. Just to, you know, compare, just as uh, from about three years ago, in 2012... We had, what, about, I think, 62% support, which to me is not bad for three years ago. In America, for 2012, they only have 50% mm. support. Yeah. So we have a long-standing comparison of Australians consistently supporting marriage equality at a higher rate. Mm. So, you know, now that we're looking at what's happened in the United States, and here we are sitting behind history... We're thinking, why? Yeah, well, really, yeah. why? You think yeah. we're on seventy-two percent now? Well, you know, and that, this By is far in three the majority. Years later. Far and in the majority, and why is it not done? And what makes that quite interesting is now, when you look at it as the current status of marriage equality in the Western society, um, Northern Ireland and us are the only two. Australia and Northern Ireland are the only two that haven't legalised gay marriage yet. And that's just bizarre. Like I did, I've stayed in Northern Ireland for a while before. And you didn't and even get married. You couldn't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're immensely religious. Right. Like, not so much just the everyday person. It's just religion it's and the government society. are connected. Yes. There's still a huge divide between Protestants and Catholics. I mean, there's bombings there every few weeks or so. A very religious country. Contrast that to Australia, we're not very religious. Mm. So our last kind of thing we want to touch on is, you know, what do we have to lose? Like allowing yeah. marriage equality, what, who, who would benefit and who apparently would this, you know, damage, effect, yeah. damage and effect. Okay, so starting off with this argument that it will, you know, damage the family the unit. The most, like, loudest argument I think I've heard um, of that. Is, is, yeah, the family and, and think of the children. Yes. Somebody think of the children. Yes. I don't think that Simpsons chick. Um, yeah. Okay, first it's, of all, what we need to say is there is no direct link between marriage and yeah. raising children. And that is fact, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like, they just say it so, like, yes. oh, children. But no, if I wanted to get married tomorrow, I might never want to have a ki- have kids. Yeah. So but you, you, when they make that link as well, I mean, for example, that ad that wasn't on that long ago that was aired on SBS, um, that was, you know, you know, think of the children, you know, they, they deserve a mother and a father. What about all the single parents out there, you know? Like, this statistically just does not work when you yeah, think about that. Yeah, and the children of the single parents that have been told that their upbringing was, you know, Flawed. deficient because yeah. it's so insulting on so many levels. Yes. But back to the this argument associating children with marriage. I mean, there's no legal requirement that marrying opposite-sex partners... Must will, have children. Must have children. Yeah. And it's not like we don't allow people that are infertile to not marry. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is yeah. no link there. Well, yeah. And then when it comes to, you know, gay a gay couple raising children, there's yes. also no proof that there's any, you know, negative effects. Negative effects. Uh, even the idea that, you know, like, people are like, oh, no, it's going to make them gay. There is actually no proof or scientific evidence at all that the children that are ra- raised by same-sex couples will have a higher likelihood of being well, that, turned, their children turning out it's gay. It's the most insane argument. It's just stupid. It's, yeah, um... Following on from what we have to lose, well, one thing we have to lose is the disproportionate rates of anxiety, depression, and suicide. Mm. 
within the gay and lesbian and bisexual community. Yeah. You know, like some recent stats from Beyond Blue found that 32% of homosexual or bisexual people experience anxiety compared to... So forward, around 14% of heterosexuals. Yeah, which is essentially double from the heterosexual counterpart. Um, it's around 19 or 20% of homosexual or bisexual people who experience depression compared to 6% of the broader population. So that is just huge as well. Yeah, I mean, I actually spoke with the National Director of Australian Marriage Equality a few years back about this right. issue yeah. for an article I was writing. Yes. And there is a direct correlation between these laws stigmatising gay and lesbian people and how they feel about themselves yes. and their self-esteem. Because it essentially legitimises that discrimination. It legalises yeah. it and it allows stigmatize, people to... Yeah. stigmatises who they are. Well, you know, like, you know, if the laws don't reflect, you know, the values, then how are those values upholded at all in society? It's hard. And there's been several studies conducted that Upheld. have found that... Um, Gay men experienced fewer stress-related disorders after the state permitted gay marriage. Yeah. So there is that link there. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's all, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about love and about, you know, freaking happiness between two people, two yeah. consenting adults. And so. no one's saying that gay marriage will fix everything. It's No. It's a, a small step. That's exactly right. But yes. it's a step that needs to be taken. It needs to be taken in order for us to progress further. It's not the be-all and end-all of of equality for LGBTIQ people. And, I mean, especially with the T, yes. we're going to touch on that in other episodes. We, yes. This is a small step. But this is more about, yeah, um, yeah. about sexuality. We, we all segment. know that transsexual and transgender people have a long way to go in terms of their rights yeah. being, you know... In, a, in many ways, it's a, it's a very different kettle of fish. Um, they have, you know, similarities, but, yeah, very, very different issues. And this particular gay marriage is not going to solve those issues. So it is a massive step, though, we do need to take. And we need to take it for Australia. My God, what, what, what's taking us so long? And now, just the final little problem that people always seem to have in terms of this gay marriage is that gay marriage shouldn't force Christian people to have to perform marriages they morally don't agree with. Yes. This comes up again and again, and it has many issues. First of all... The issue people somehow people assume that most celebrants are like of a religious yeah religious celebrants that is not the case. Around sixty nine percent of marriages in Australia are performed by civil celebrants. Yes, so this isn't affecting that seven out of ten. This isn't affecting that many people. From that, okay, there's also the assumption that most Christians don't support gay marriage. Yes, again, unfounded. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know Christians that... It depends what type of Christian you are. Yes. There's many flavours. Yes, there are many (laughs) flavours. In an Australian survey in 2011, they found that the Christians surveyed that 53% believe that same-sex couples should be allowed to marry. I mean, these are stats we never hear, but Mm. it's just this assumption that, you know, gay marriage and Christianity are on separate... Planes. Planes. But, yes. I mean, a lot of the values of Christian- Christianity are actually in support. Like, they, yeah. yeah, it depends. It depends. It depends on, you know, what parts of the Bible, whether we're talking like, you know, whether you're taking the Bible literally as well. Because if you, you know, if you take it word for word and, and essentially, especially cherry picking when it talks about Sodom and Gomorrah and all the mm. ideas of gay people being accepted and are, you know, are they, okay, you know, are they sinners? It's, um, yeah, it really depends on how literal you take the Bible and what parts. So from this point, it's not like we have no hope um, as Australians. You know, 
for we, we actually have a bill that's been introduced by Bill Shorten. Um, that, so, yeah, yeah. the opposition, opposition leader, he's putting the bill forward that just you know, requests a, an amendment to the Marriage Act that was amended by John Howard to include men and a woman. What he wants to do is he's going to remove the words a man and a woman from the definition and redefine marriage as a relationship between two people. And I think that's how his definition would read, the union of two people to the inclusion of, exclusion of all <laughs> others. the inclusion of all others. <laughs> um, voluntarily entered into for life. Yes. So it's not a big change, but it yeah. will change the lives Shock of so waves. many people. Yeah. And to touch on the um, whole Christianity argument that we shouldn't force Christians to have to perform marriages that they don't morally agree with, Bill Shorten has already touched on that. So that argument is so void because in this bill, bill, in this bill, <laughs> the bill says, so in section 47, he says, that a minister of religion cannot be required to solemnise a marriage where the parties to marriage are of the same sex. So that argument is complete. Doesn't is completely lax. There's now. no force. There's, there's no nothing. One, that's not going to happen. No, it's you exactly know, right. These... People who want to marry gay people, will they can, marry, and they can legally and, do it now. And the the majority aren't religious celebrants, so it's not going to be a problem. People yeah. like to imagine these, you know, no. oh, the end of the world. Like guns to people with priests' heads and yeah, marry me. It's like... so little is going to change. Yes. But the big change that will happen to people is just to feel more yeah. accepted, less stigmatised. Exactly. That, that, that minority will feel a little bit more like they belong in society. And that's the most fucking important thing that we need. Yeah. Like, this... Uh, we, we're quite embarrassed to be Australians at the moment. Like, it is embarrassing for us and a, product, a lot of our friends are feeling the same. Like, we... Yeah. We... We don't want to be on this side of history. We want to yes. quickly step forward. And I think August is the date where something might happen. You reckon August? Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be happening in August. I know we, oh. we're well, we're going to attend a protest in yes, August. So are. any other Australians, well, Melbourne, Melbournians, Melbourne, yes. I think everyone should come. Is it the 15th? Marriage Equality Now in Melbourne. So on the 15th of August, I think the numbers are going to be huge. Already about 16,000 have said they were going. Yes. I think that will increase as more momentum builds. Mm. But Pretty sure mainly because of us. <laughs> yeah, you know. we, yeah. We'll we, we said yes. So but, you know. um, yeah, no. I think sooner, I think that they've, they've done the timing to coincide with this bill. Yes. Actually, you know, I know Abbott's disregarding it until he said two months. Well, that's around in August. So let's see what happens. I, I'm I'm optimistic. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I hope so. How um, can we not be optimistic at this point? It's Australia. My God, it's Australia. And I know that makes me sound really, like, you know, patriotic, but this is a country where we are founded on multiple values and multiple cultures coming together and, and celebrating our diversity. Yeah. How can we discriminate against gay people like this? So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an important issue and it's an issue that does need to be dealt with. Yeah, we just need to get it done. Yes. So a lot of people are just saying at this point, get it done. Like, come on, what are we doing? Okay, well, thank you for listening. Yes, so I suppose special, that's everything. Yeah, we're sorry we haven't been quite as chipper. We're, we well, just, it's a quite a serious topic. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's a topic we feel we can kind of talk about. Yeah, I think we've got um, you know, positions. I mean, neither of us have ever been anti-gay marriage. That's no. the thing. It's and no one I know really has. It's no. not like no, that's it. we've uh, overcome something to like. Yeah, changed our minds. No, that's not and how it, it, it doesn't require a change of mind. If this happens, it's going to affect a very small amount of people in the world and in our country. Excuse mm-hmm. me, and that's it. So you know, it's not it's not going to destroy marriage. It's not going to force anyone to do anything they don't want to do. Yeah. It's just going to make it, the, the world a little bit more equal, and that's all we want. Yeah. Okay, well, right. stay tuned for our next normal episode. Yeah. So where... how does Serial wrap up? Is, this, is there something that... Well, know... she just kind of says something quite climactic and then leads really? to the next episode, but then we're not having a next episode. The chicken parma is burning. <laughs> is that it? No, no, usually it's like... And we'll go into why Tony Abbott is a homosexual next week on Serial. Oh, we're going to need more than one, though. <laughs> more than one podcast. Yeah, it's that. gone. But, um, okay. Um, we will yes. talk to you all. Serial, Serial. Serial's so good, everyone. If you're not listening to our podcast, listen to Serial. Not that everyone isn't already, but it's the most popular. You should listen to it. Is it the one of the most popular podcasts ever? Ever. Ever. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, I'm very late to this. This is all, like, very old news. But I'm like, everyone keeps talking about Serial. I'm like, okay, I'll listen. And I just could not stop listening. Hmm. I shouldn't be talking about another podcast so, so much uh, on this podcast. <laughs> but Sarah, if you're listening, Sarah, we scratch your back. Oh, Sarah, your voice is so sexy. Oh, so sexy. Read me bedtime stories. Pants of a dinosaur. Okay. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. All right, we have to leave. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. Bye. Bye.